Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's going on, y'all? You now tuned in to the coldest podcast in the land. It's your boy, Big Smitty, aka D Nice. And I need you to go grab your snacks, your drinks, whatever you need to get ready because this is the porch. Welcome for all of our listeners, our, our live viewers, man. You probably noticed something a little different. I'm here solo today. My co-host Bolo could not join us. He was feeling a little under the weather. So prayers up to my brother, man. Definitely, you know, hope he's feeling better. He get, gets well soon. But we got to keep the show going. This is the porch. So, you know, we're going to keep bringing the heat every single week. Uh, and we got a very, very special guest here that I'm super excited to have on. And we're going to get straight to it, man. We're going to get straight to it so we can learn more about his journey. So, first of all, I got to give him the proper introduction. He's a Los Angeles-based rapper known for his creativity, his lyrics, his freestyles, and he's a beast on that battlefield. The one and only satire. Welcome to the porch. Hey, man, that was like some Michael Buffer level fucking intro right there. I dig that. (laughs) That's how we do it, man. It's all about showing love, my brother. So, How you feeling? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling fucking amazing, man. I appreciate y'all having me on. How you feeling? You good? I can't complain, man. Just been grinding. You know, it's, it's, it's holiday season, so trying to do some last-minute shopping, you know, for the lady and trying to still grind and work. So, you know, it's been busy, but busy is good. Yeah, I feel Christmas is like in like a couple of days. That's just crazy how like when you was a kid, like you knew exactly when the fuck Christmas was. You know? Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> now it just pop up. Like, like, oh, oh, it's the 22nd. Whoa, crazy. <laughs> just sneak up on you, bro. And I ain't got no days off. It's a regular weekend for me and going right back to it. So that. But that's how it is, man. It's all good. It, you know, it's still good to be alive, man. I thank God for that. So basketball is back in bet online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at BetOnline. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, BetOnline features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, BELIEVE, to receive your rewards. Bet online, where the game starts. Now back to the porch. But man, let, let let's get straight to it, man. Cause I got a lot of questions. I am very interesting, uh, interested into just you, your style. You know, it's very unique. But let's start back from the beginning. What inspired you to get involved in music in the first place? Um, man, ever since I was like hella young, like ever since I could talk, uh, I always like like to read, like the stories. As soon as I could fucking put sentences together, I was writing shit, you know what I'm saying? I was always like writing poems or writing fucking, like I I, I liked English class. I liked writing essays and shit, like as a little kid. And right. so like, it, it, it always was born like just off of a, 
a love of writing, but it wasn't really music or anything like rap related or like beyond until like I was probably in, I guess that was like the first or second year, first year of high school for me. Mm. And, and I, you know, of course I had already, I'd already loved fucking Ice Cube and fucking Snoop and, and what, Oh, I love Jay Z. I was whatever my mama and my my pops was slapping. I was fucking with E Forty and Too Short and and yeah. DJ Quick and and uh, you know. So I just love that shit just through osmosis, you know. But I had never like connected like poetry or writing to like rapping or music or anything like that yet until until there was two there was two events that happened like kind of right. At, at the same time and so the, the first one was all right so i could rap a little bit but i i it was just because I, I wrote you know right but i i wasn't like a rapper at the school or anything like that you know you got the rappers that rap at the fucking table and shit like that like i knew them niggas but i wouldn't i i wasn't a rapper yet like i i just never like it wasn't what i did right right but but the one homie the one homie E. Spencer, we was on the uh, so we was we was in Eisenhower at this time because I, I always moved back and forth from from the L.A. to I.E. I, I went to uh, uh, high school a little bit Eisenhower and Rialto, fucking fucking back out here whatever. But so so we would we would be on the bus going to whatever school playing wherever, and E would always because E E had bars. And he would just, but nobody else rapped. So he would like low-key just pick on everybody because nobody could defend themselves. Oh so man, he, right. <laughs> so so he would just be practicing his shit, but nobody could like battle back or like say anything. And and I remember one day he said something about me, and I just said something back and it rhymed. And nigga, you know, niggas tell jokes, like niggas is jokesters anyway. Yeah. And I I was a rhymer, I just wasn't like a rapper or nothing, but I said whatever I said, and I said another joke, and it, and it rhymed. And everybody on the bus went crazy because mm. nobody ever say nothing back when he say something. You know what I mean? Like, and so I think it was like that moment where I, when I like realized like that feeling. You know what I mean? Of like, oh shit, like that's you know I kind of feel good. Ain't it? Yeah, so it's kind of crazy where I could do that. Like I could. All right, wait a minute. And so and so that that combined with hearing hearing Eminem, any man, fucking Rockets Records, fucking original bad boy in the place, cover your face, came in the place, blow this spray, puffy with maze. Mm. I laced the weed with a sack repellent, better check the smell it. Eminem start with E, better check the spell it. Yo, but when I heard that shit, I was like, oh man. Like, man at this time, oh, yo, thank you. Um, At that time, like, Obviously, I didn't even know how that nigga looked. We didn't know he was white. I didn't know. I didn't know nothing about him. Yeah, I just heard that shit. Like, wait a minute, who the fuck is this? And he's taking all the shit I loved to a higher, more fucking disrespectful, more fucking crazy level. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, I didn't even know you could. This like you know what I'm saying like I didn't know it was possible right beautifully yeah it's fucking all syllabically perfect and it's and, and it's just beautiful and I'm like 
I'm about to start doing this shit. Like, I just knew at that mm-hmm. moment, I was like, I'm about to start doing some shit like this. And that led into me going to like, I, I, we had moved back to Long Beach right, right then. And then that led me going eventually to the Project Bloating with Merck. And I'm serving niggas at, at my high school. I'm like two, I'm two years younger than my class. So I'm like fucking like 13 or 14 serving, serving niggas. But then I go to the Project Blow. And I'm with some of the fucking most creative, most renowned, fucking most original, craziest lyricists, freestylers, rhymers of, of all time. Right. That that eventually become my OGs type of shit. But I'm there with them. And nigga, then I'm not good. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yeah. like, like I'm good in, in, in the daytime. You know what I'm right. like, <laughs> but then, when it get dark outside, yeah, a nigga struggling. <laughs> me, me and my homies, nigga, we're kids. He has a permit. He's not even allowed to drive without his pops. His pops worked the fucking uh, uh, graveyard shift at the gas station. He still the the van. Come scoop me. I sneak out the window in Long Beach, and we go 45 minutes to Lamert, 13, 14 years old. He's 16 to go rap all night and be with with it's you know where we yeah. was. And fucking that really helped shape my my perception of what being dope was. Cause you know what I'm saying? Like all the homies that never had that, that, that fucking privilege or like never made that venture or never came with us. Like they was just dope at the school. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> and a lot of times too, like if you always getting praise all the time, subconsciously, you're not even going to think that you need to get better. You just going to think, Oh, I'm the shit. I'm, I'm the greatest at this. Exactly. Place it and like that shit made it even more like oh wait what the fuck like oh, these niggas are serious like these are the actual like oh shit oh fat joe is here oh fucking fucking and he got served by the homies oh shit eminem lost to otherwise oh shit like wait a minute and these is and these you know eventually become my my friends and my peers and my ogs and, and my senseis and, and motherfuckers that taught me you know so much and it's like all of that there's multi-levels of that shit that 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 leads from from battle shit from from just musical culture and just like the way that i make music and you know playing instruments and 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 just understanding a whole well-rounded like artistry just it's like knowing that it's okay to to express yourself in every single way, and it's not just like one box, you know what I'm saying? Like, because that shit is like that shit is like Project Blow is that's the shit was different, you know what I mean? So, one hundred percent, bro, man, nah, that that's a, that's a crazy story, man, and I'm so happy that you uh you brought up Eminem, right? Because just doing my research, listening to some of your 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 music and your style, the first artist that really came to my mind was Eminem in terms of just a a comparison obviously you're still unique and you have your own twist and stuff like that but the 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 artists that i think i would compare you to from a lyrical standpoint but also just not being afraid to just talk about whatever right, right there it's depression drugs it, it, it some dark stuff some like like whatever you're not afraid to go there and the first person that comes to mind to me is eminem like talk about i guess how much of an influence eminem has had on on your career well i like i said like that's that was one of my first 
you know, my first favorite rappers, like I said, was like Ice Cube and, and Snoop. Right, and right, right. But I wasn't, I didn't rap yet. So once I became an actual, you know, once I started rapping and writing rhymes to beats and making beats and fucking shit like that, that was around the time of like Marshall Mathers LP, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. or actually maybe Slim Shady LP really. And, and, um, motherfuckers hadn't even heard of him yet. He, he didn't blow it. It was right before Dre fucking found him on the, on the radio station. I remember that freestyle. Like, it's like, you know, that shit combined with the fact that a nigga that I know and love that, you know, I look up to otherwise is beat that nigga in a battle just like, I don't know how not very like recently, yeah. Recently, basically, yeah, recently. Yeah. Just nigga, yeah. just prior to that. Like, right. Hold on, real quick. And I want to I want to cut you off. Were, were you at that battle when, when he lost? Oh, or just kind of no. like, okay. I didn't even know about I knew about it from hearing about it in message boards on the internet type of shit. Mm. I didn't even really know these niggas like that yet. Got you. You, yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, I'm just you're just hearing audio, you're just hearing, and then to come to find out. Years late. Oh wait, that's oh that's him. That's wait crazy. what? And, and and we in ciphers together, and, and 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 we, you know, bouncing off of each other with rhymes and schemes and shit like that. Um, it it was like a dojo, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. it's the the Eminem influence, you know, was just what really, what one of the main components that really led me to digging into the underground and and really going into deeper deeper than that so you know you're talking freestyle fellowship and bus driver and ac alone and abstract rude and motherfucking you know shit from shit from the east coast obviously shit you know wu-tang and and motherfucking fucking mob deep and and fucking jada kids and styles p and and, and and Legends, <laughs> all of that shit, bust the rhymes, and then like I'm being influenced by all of that shit as a fucking young child, and taking all that shit and creating how the fuck I want to sound. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it's like it's it's all it's all of that put together. You know, that's dope, man. You you make you mix all those. Legends together, <laughs> you gonna be gonna be something special. You know what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> it's like putting together a good a, a home cooked meal, man. You put the right ingredients together, man. You know, you know it's gonna come out the right way. So that's, that's our that's our that's our duty. Like if that, like if there's no Lil Wayne, there's no me. Like the, and and if you don't if you don't fucking take all that shit that you learn and elevate that in your own way, then like, I feel like it's damn near disrespectful, dishonorable to not only the art, but to to the senseis, to those who came before you, to your ancestors, to your motherfucking teachers, to the the examples. It's like, now you gotta, you better be better than them. Cause you got 
their example, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. It's right here. Like, what's yeah, up? It's right, there. it's right there. So, <laughs> so you know, so that's why you always pay it forward and you always soak up the game from before. You got to do both. You know what I'm saying? That's real. That's real, man. No, I, I love hearing that, man. And uh, just your mindset to- towards the art, towards the craft, just at a- another level. Um, and-, and let's switch gears a, a little bit here. I, I want to ask you just beyond just the music, right? What was life like for you just growing up out here on the West Coast in L.A.? You know, you say you, you moved around a little bit, you know, just, but just talk about just, what was life like for you growing up? Yeah, for, you know, for me, because there's like, I feel like there's like, When you talk about most people that's from LA, it's not gonna be from LA. It's from a specific hood, like I'm, right. They're from Compton, or they're from Inglewood, or they're from and like I'm mostly I mostly lived in Inglewood, but like I said, like I lived in Long Beach, I lived in Koreatown, I lived in the Cerritos, I lived in Bellflower. That's where I was born. You know, I lived in Carson, and I, I lived out in the IE. You know, so. And I live in Hollywood now. And it's like, you have niggas like that, and then you have the niggas like, I'm from here. Point blank period, right. <laughs> so it works. There's pros and cons to that. You know, for one, it's like, I'm I'm good everywhere. And I know niggas from all different type of hoods. Nigga, my mama from South Central. My, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I, right. I know niggas from, from everywhere. But at the same time, so like that that taught me to 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 know how to to deal with different situations and like how to move at the same time especially as it pertains to like music and the way and the way shit is framed is like oh but where are you from you know what i mean it's mm, like right like oh this person is from Compton and this person is from this place and it's like they want to put you in a box like that, especially because to take it even further, they they thrive on, you know, promoting death and gang culture and shit like that. That's that's for for the homies and for, you know, whatever. I, I'm not personally was ever in a gang, but, you know, obviously I grew up around all that. So it's like that's never was a conscious choice as far as like what niggas wanted to do is like a, a product of the environment but they use that shit as a crux of what it means to be LA or what it means to be this and it's like and, and if you're not you're alternative like, right. like it's Tyler the creator or it's fucking you know what I'm saying so, yeah. so, so it's like they want to outcast you in that way if you're if you don't fit to nigga he's he's la is you know what i mean it's right like, right like, <laughs> like but, it's okay to be you we don't have to all be be, be the same just because we from the same hood the same area same city don't mean we our story the same doesn't mean we got to act the same sound the same talk the same you know and you're right people want to always put you in a box and contain contain who you are contain your greatness so to speak right and it's like nah like i'm me <laughs> like don't put don't try to Try to describe who I am. I'm me. And so you know, it's real. That that plays into that part when it when it comes to that. As far as just 
being able to also turn that back in my favor because cool. It's its own thing. Like, ain't nothing sound like me. All right, you can't call me the new LA sound or the this or the or or, or what like it's like that shit is just itself. And so, you know, you can look at it as a bad thing or a good thing when you get into it, because at the end of the day, you get it, the the tools that we have and just the, the way that society is fucking connected electronically is like you get to have your own fan base cultivate your own true fucking collectors and and supporters and make that bubble as big as you fucking possibly can and it's enough out here for everybody you know what i mean so that's the dope thing about it i love it man i love it and then kind of uh talking specifically about about your uniqueness and your 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 you know different sound right you know just doing research and reading articles and uh, doing my homework, man. It's like I've seen different adjectives to describe your style. You know, some people I saw the word psychedelic as like the vibe. I've seen the word dark. You know, when it comes to the type of music you you know you have, but I want to ask you. I want to ask the actual artist. How would you describe your sound and your and your style? Well, I mean, I you know I have a different perspective just because, first of all, like those words definitely describe like the stuff that the stuff that you've heard because I have a very curated like directed vision of what satire shit is and like I look at that shit as it's bigger than me it's not like just me it's like that's it, a whole idea I do all mm-hmm. the fucking visual representation and I fucking if I don't if I don't direct the video, I'm probably editing it. I, I'm composing the whole albums, whether it's my beats or not, or I played on them or not. It's like, it's a whole vision. And I also make fucking music in all different types of styles in different types of ways. And so it's like... It's kind of hard to really just describe it because you do so much. <laughs> fact, The fact that a lot of people don't know that and whether they know that or not, them describing my music as what I also would categorize it if I if I was like trying to, you know, make adjectives for it. Right. That just means to me that I'm getting my point across. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because definitely psychedelic and that shit is definitely going to be some dark minor fucking keys and probably some heavy ass drums like so you know (laughs) so it sounds like there is some truth to it there's a little bit of truth they know what they're talking about (laughs) that means that i'm that means that i'm communicating properly you feel me no and that's real that's real man and uh you know again dive into your music man i know and some of your music, I know you again, you, you dive into some deep topics such as depression and dealing with, you know, drugs and uh, suicide, just various like deep topics that, that's really, you know, within like the whole mental mental health realm, man. Talk about just like, again, you kind of just touched on a little bit here. Um, 
are, are these things that, that you've dealt with personally yourself, whether it's, you know, the depression, the drug use, or is this things that you've just seen in your environment, whether it's family, friends, stories told to you, kind of just dive into the inspiration behind why those topics seem to be uh, an important factor of your of your style and what you talk about. Well, I would say it's, it's a combination of everything you just said because and when I when I make when I make something, whether whether it's music, whether it's like a painting, whatever, when I make something, I'm trying to capture a feeling, mm. you know, more so than like. a specific topic or or using this exact story or whatever. Now I could I, I could utilize those as tools in making the feeling, but to me it's I might I might mix fucking 10 stories into one crazy ass story. Gotcha. Because that's real life either way it goes. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so and so like I said, to answer your question, it's all of the above. You know, I've definitely grew up seeing, you know, people struggle with drugs and depression. And I fucking have my own experiences with all of the above. And I think it's important to not just, you know, not just glorify and not just talk about you know the fun side or, or partying and, but also just like just, just talk about what is real to you you know what i'm saying mm. so because nobody that's not that's only one side of the coin no matter who you are you know what i'm saying so no matter no matter what you're talking about there's always going to be like the opposite so that's real. whether you personally like dealt with that or not i think you know, for me personally, the way that I like to tell stories and fucking create, you know, worlds is that I like to try to see the the whole picture, you know what I'm saying? So I can draw from my personal experiences. I can do some shit that I've seen or some shit that I remember or some shit that I made up and I can fucking mix that shit all together if I feel like, because at the end of the day, that's just going to be real to somebody because right. it's it is. <laughs> yeah. Nah, that's real, man. And it's, it's let me ask you this, man. Is it safe to say that that you you use music to an extent as like a form of like therapy in a way, right? Like is that safe? Like is that safe to say? Yeah, no, nah, definitely. And that's and that's why I say like the amount like the, the shit that I put out is not even probably 10, 15 percent of just the shit that I create because it's not it's not all for that like I just make music or whatever I'm making just to make it you know and right. that's why it's even like crazier to me that you know I could I can now turn that into a business and be and be able to fucking travel and see the world if I can live by just sitting next to a fucking piano fucking, you know what I mean? so it's, it's like, crazy man hey you put that work in though you put that work in a lot of times people you know they, they see all the success but they don't see the work and the journey and 
And I'm sure you had some nights to yourself where you was you might have second guessed yourself, like, is this shit gonna work? Is music gonna work? Is this the right thing? But to see it like kind of play out, and I'm sure, of course, you still got goals, and I'm, I know you're still growing, but I'm sure you gotta have your moments to yourself. You're like, man, like I think back to to where I started at, and like where I'm at today, and it's like, man, it's it's gotta feel special. Well, yeah, because that, that's the whole thing is like, obviously, I have goals and I have like things you know that I want to constantly accomplish long term short term but at the same time like I don't to me it's no it is no workout like like it, I don't do it to work out or, or whatever it's like I'm gonna do that shit if I was a motherfucking accountant or if I was a <laughs> motherfucking trash man I was still gonna be I'm still gonna be doing the, the same shit so it's like I can't, there's nothing to, to work out. There's nothing to fail. There's nothing to, to, to get from it. It's just doing it is what I do. And so it's like the fact that that itself can be utilized and fucking turned into, you know, a mode of fucking occupation and fucking livelihood is is the beautiful part, you know what I mean? Because I would do this shit either way, you know? <laughs> it's a part of you. It's basically what you're saying. Like, this is a part, like, this is who I am, like, in a sense, right? Like, so. Fucking room full of paintings, whether motherfuckers buy them or not, they're still gonna, they're still gonna be here. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. that's but that's the beauty of it, though, because, like, it's like, you're not necessarily doing this for another person's approval. Of course, you 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 love your fans, you let your legacy support, of course that, but at the end of the day, you love this, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you're saying, whether they buy my pains, they listen to my music or not, I'm still gonna do it because I love it. This is what I, this is what I am. So I think that's power in that, bro. You know what I'm saying? People struggle with trying to find like their purpose. You know what I'm saying? We talk about it in previous episodes about just finding your purpose and your passion, and people struggle every single day going to a job they hate because that's not who they really are. You're blessed to be in a position where you've actually found like your purpose, like you just said. And I think that's a that's a key point where I think I think that's powerful, bro. Seriously. Yeah, to me, that's that's the made it. Or that's the worked mm. out or whatever. It's like you just do what the fuck you want to do. Like that's that's that's, that's, hey, man, that's beautiful. <laughs> Obviously, there's fucking there's like there's aspects of life for anybody that are gonna be more or less desirable or pain in the ass or whatever. But right. at the end of the day, it's like, like I said, like, I'm just fucking, I'm going to, I'm going to do an interview with you who wants to fucking talk to me about this shit, which is crazy as hell to me. <laughs> and then when I'm done, I'm just going to fucking probably make some beats. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, <laughs> like that's fire. It's so it's right. like, no matter, no matter what level you, you you're personally at, if you're thinking about that, then you're really just obviously comparing yourself to other people. And it's like, is that why you're doing it? Or mm. are you doing it because you just want to fucking do that shit? And so obviously we're all human and there's going to be, it's going to occur, but that's why you have to, you know, step outside yourself and be like, yeah, like, yeah. I just went to motherfucking Lake Tahoe to do a show and motherfuckers gave me money to do that. Like, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, who yeah. are you talking about? Like, that's, 
That's fire. And, but, oh, there's people there. And they know what's up. And they buy merch. Like, that's 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 fire. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. obviously a lot of work has gone into that and continues to go into that, but you can't you got to live in the moment and you got to fucking be be understanding and grateful for what the fuck you do you do got because a lot of times that should be right in front of your face and you're not even paying attention to it because you're trying to get over here and i'm only saying that because i'm definitely you know guilty of that myself at times because you want to be so ambitious but it's like yeah look what you look what you've done too you know what i mean that's real, bro. That's so real, man. It's crazy. Even with like with this podcast, me, myself, and my co-host, we started this thing years ago. Like, and at the time, I didn't have any production background, editing, nothing. We just got it, kind of got out the mud with a cell phone, and it was just so it was an outlet for us to get, to get away from our actual job. You know what I'm saying? Years passed. I, I ended up getting blessed with opportunity. You know, I'm not from LA, by the way. I'm from I'm a Midwest guy. I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana, but I, I moved out that. to LA back in 2018. Got an opportunity to work at Fox Sports. And again, I grew up, oh, I grew up poor, bro, grew up broke. So, like, it's crazy that your mission, like, like what you're saying, like, there's certain moments in your life where you, you sit back and think, it's like, damn, like, like, I'm at Fox Sports. Like, yeah, like, like, exactly. like Darnell from Indianapolis, like, you know what I mean? Food stamps trying to make, like, I'm, I'm at Fox Sports. And then it's like, okay, the podcast that we started for fun, now we getting paid for this shit. It's like, huh? Like, and people listen to it and they like vibing with it. It's like, cause I don't look at like, of course I'm, I got confidence in myself, of course, but I, I don't look at myself as like better than nobody else. Like I'm a regular old, I'm, I'm a regular dude. You know what I'm saying? So it's like for you to be in a position where you set yourself up to where people are, like you said, coming to your shows and they're, you're buying merch, you're listening, listening to your music. They know your words. When you sit back, it's like, damn, this is kind of, this is kind of dope. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Exactly, exactly. You mentioned like being in a moment. It's crazy. Like I got my own, I got my own clothing brand. It's called. It's literally called Live for Today. It's mostly like an active brand. We got hoodies, shirts, all that stuff. Seamless, seamless plug, real quick. I but love uh, it. I love it. I love it. I love you it. know, you said being a moment. I'm like, bro, that's the same vibe that we own, man. So, uh, no, I, I love it. I love it. Get out too, yeah. Because that's exactly that's that's all it is. You know, it's just yeah. Don't you know? Don't overthink it, and and you know, yeah. do that shit. Yeah, man. So, like, I want to dive into your actual process, right? So, like, when you're in a studio, you're about to, you know, uh, make a it's a new song, right? And you kind of alluded to this a little bit earlier about, like, you you lean more on, on a feeling that you want. And then you kind of you kind of work off of that. But, like, walk us through, like, for our listeners who are new to the music game or just never heard it before. Like, what's a typical, like, studio session for you? Man. That shit is it's different every time because I mean I'm I'm sitting in the lab right now. Like as soon as we done, I'm gonna just make a beat like literally, but it's it's different, you know. Like it depends. I don't try I don't try to I don't try to make a specific anything. I just fucking start hitting shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. See see how it feels because Obviously, there's times when there's a specific direction that you're trying to go for a specific song, or there's oh, you know, he likes this type of you know, you know, type of shit he rap yeah. for. You know, this is for her. This is this so it's like obviously, um, there's specific situations, but even in those situations, again, it's like I'm not trying to like control it too much as far as where the inspiration comes from and then 
then you start to fucking sculpt it and make it and make it something. So it's really it's not there's no like the process is is dynamic and completely different like every every time depending where I'm at depending who I'm with like just fucking make, just make shit like just make it don't, don't overthink it but that's the beauty of being in the in the creative space like you said like he said sometimes he said bro I'll just sit here and just start pressing shit <laughs> and start hearing something like, okay that kind of sound yeah <laughs> and just start you know what I mean and end of the night you didn't put a, you didn't put together a masterpiece you know what I'm saying so uh no nah, I definitely love that um, another thing I want to talk about as well is you have you have your own label, right? LS, LSD is your own label. Talk about that, like just how the label was created and just kind of, I guess, more information about that. Well, that's just, that's basically the team of me, Chase, Adam, Hardy, Hunt, three, left, fucking Jordan Van, fucking on and on and on. Um, it's just everybody has, you know, their positions from engineers to visual guys to fucking PR to my DJ and my other DJ and guitarist and fucking, you know, everybody overlaps, you know, and just doing whatever they're good at but uh we put out we put out stuff through empire and through alpha pup under gotcha. liquid sound design um because we've been doing this shit since the first lsd album which we partnered with g pin to do back in 2015 i think Mm. something like that got you that's so, um yeah you know it just continues to grow and we just also just get better <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what it's all about no it's gonna continue to grow continue to grow um i want to shift gears a little bit man talk about the the battle rap scene man i'm someone who's uh definitely a, a fan of, of the genre and i know you're someone who who, who really gets busy on the battle rap scene, man. So I just got to, you know, talk to you about that. Uh, first of all, tell me, what's the biggest difference, in your opinion, between, like, battle rapping and just making, like, a like a studio a hit song? It's, it's completely different. It's just two completely different things. Like, me recently battling for the first time in, like, 12 years or whatever, even that evolution of what it was then to now is not even like the same thing right at all like that i i i describe it as like a fucking one man broadway play like mm. it's literally that level of writing showmanship theater antics control crowd control um so like all the homies that are like really amazing in that that's why you know they're handpicked to be all the top niggas on wild and out those are all battle rap homies like those are yeah. all 
it's for a reason. <laughs> like those, those motherfuckers, that's Juilliard. Like, mm. like, and I'm not even saying that shit exaggerating whatsoever. Like, it's that's equivalent. Like, if you're a top battle rapper, you that's Juilliard. Like, mm. you, you are you're that good. Like, you could easily do theater or whatever you wanted to do if that's what you wanted to do. Like, because you have to have that type of dimension as far as creatively and all these different fucking type of ways and you're the one writing it too some Shakespeare shit like it's crazy man I be thinking like how do you guys remember like everything like obviously you gotta remember the actual punch lines of course that's that's the main that's the meat and potatoes but then like you said the, the battle rap scene has changed a lot so there's so much people use props and they they got their boys in the back who's going to jump in and say something yeah. at the right time. And it's like, everything got to be like spot on, you know what I'm saying? And you still got to listen to what this other dude, your competitor is saying, because you might want to like add a little freestyle into it to just counter what they saying. It's just like so much going on and it's live. You know what I mean? People right here, you got your oh, boys. Ain't no, ain't, no, ain't no take two. Ain't no take two. You fumble it's a so word, it's like... Bro, it's so crazy. Now we're, when we're comparing it to making a song, that's the exact opposite. You want to do make it sound perfect, mm. depending on what you're trying to do. But right. you have the opportunity to make it sound however you want, and hear it this way, and hear it that way, and make it like this, and do this, and take that out, and do that, and chop it up, and pitch it. So each arena. Is, is completely different, but it's you should use all the tools that you can when when you can because you don't have the opportunity to do a take two in, in, in the motherfucking battle. So you might want to do a fucking take two of the verse. That's real. Let me or, ask you this then, man, because like in your opinion, why do you think it's it seems to be more difficult for like a true battle rap guy to make it in like the, the the industry from a standpoint of making like hit songs because like to me it seems like the battle rap side i don't use the word like more like harder but it just it's, it's more pressure it, it seems to me from outside looking in a little bit more complicated so it's like if you're great at that to me going in the studio being able to edit it make multiple takes i feel like that should be a piece of cake like because these guys can spit like they, they can rap so why can't it why doesn't it always translate you know what? It's that's a great question, and I I really don't know, but but what I what I do know is sometimes being great at one thing, it's hard to turn that off. Mm. Yeah, and so just because something's related doesn't mean it takes the same fucking muscle memory to 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 do that you know what i'm saying even though it's similar it's like it's not the same and it's hard to actually turn off that other side because you're so fucking great at that too so i think um some motherfuckers can can do multiple things some niggas can freestyle some niggas can't some niggas can write some niggas fucking can sing their ass off and fucking rap some niggas uh, you know what i mean so it's like I don't know. I also I think a lot of battle rappers just battle rap though. You know what right. I mean? There's a the same way a lot of musicians they don't battle rap. So it used to be a weird thing when battle rap wasn't as big as it is now. 
Right. Like, oh, you battle rap and you don't make music? That's weird. Well, but if you think about it, how's that weird? Like, there's niggas that make music that don't battle rap, right? So, right. Like, battle rap is so big now, but it's like its own little separate entity. It's its own exactly. sport. You making bread, a good living off that. So it's like, I'm good. It's like, it's like asking an MMA fighter, oh, you don't box though? Right. It's like, no, nigga, I don't box. What the fuck? Like, I'm one of the best MMA fighters. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. if it's your box, you're like, no, like that's different. Like, I mean, I I kind of could maybe box. I kind of box, but yeah, I don't really. I don't, yeah, but I'm a fucking, I'm a top MMA fighter. What, what do you mean? So it's like, when you think about it like that, yeah, that makes more sense. You know what I mean? Like, that makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. I never heard it like that, man. That's hilarious. <laughs> He's like, nigga, you on box? No. He's like, no. Yeah, what do you mean? I be whooping niggas' asses every day. Watch the tape. In the octagon. But you like, oh, but you do you box? Like, no, I don't box. Like. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. I, I want to touch back on something you, you brought up. You know, you got back into the battle rap scene recently for the first time, and you said, like, 12 years. And you said there's been so many changes just within that time frame from the battle rap game. Kind of talk about some of those changes just from your own experience from, from a, a decade ago compared to now. I mean, shit. That, that shit went from, you know, some some viral YouTube shit to Eminem making movies about it, bodied and fucking yeah. Wallin' Out and fucking URL and motherfucking the guy leagues on every continent. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that it speaks for itself. That shit is a that's just a sport. You know what I mean? That's it's a fucking true fucking like performing arts fucking sport. Like for real. Yeah, nah, that's definitely real, man. And um, you have your actual battle rap group, or you, or, or at least you, you used to, right? The, the swim team. Uh, yeah, that was it. Was not a never a battle rap group, even though we probably... that that's how it's described, though. Like when I look it up, it said the battle yeah, rap group. So I'm like, huh? I'm, I'm interested on like <laughs> you, know, you can't you can't trust everything on Wikipedia, but but because uh, some of you, some of the homies definitely came back. Oh no, it's all hey, it's different sports. No, you see, you but, know uh, what I mean. But, but no, uh, but that but that's speaking of the project blow. Thus, that was the collective of, of homies, you know, fucking dumbfounded. Uh, open mic eagle, so quest, fucking Lyra Alpha. And I know I'm I'm missing niggas. Rogue psycho. No, I know it's tough on the spot to name everybody. I think I I think I actually just nailed it right now though. But but uh, shout out to all the homies. I still see most of them. I ain't seen some of them in a minute, time, but hey, shout out to the whole swim team though. We still love, man. It's still love always. On, on the back of my arms, you feel me? Oh, that's dope. You got to tat it up. Okay. Hey. Love it. Love yeah. it. By, uh, yeah, by my nigga Ralph. That was the only nigga I missed. Boom. Yes, sir, man. Shout out to him, man. So. Like, all right, let's take a step out of the music game real quick. When you're not in the studio, when you're not creating, what does Satire like to do just, just for fun? Like, I'm talking outside of music. Like, who is Satire as, as, as just the man? Nigga, that's all I do is just make shit all day. Always creating. Something. You don't never go just bowling and go see a movie, go go to the beach and chill, or go get some food. Talk to me. All right, I'll... I'll... I mean, of course, I go get some food or something, but nah, I just be here making shit. Hey, <laughs> my, my man said, I don't eat. <laughs> I don't nah, take a nah. piss. I'm just in here this great. 
I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll create the meal. You feel me? I'll chef it up. Hold on, you be throwing down in the kitchen? I used to, I used to, my my last fucking nine to five was at Cheesecake Factory, fucking running the kitchen over there at the Grove. Oh, I didn't been there a couple times. Hey, good. Cheesecake Factory, damn near fire. All the pastas and, of course, the cheesecake itself. That menu is too fucking big, but that shit was a crazy job. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a definitely, I'm definitely gonna have a restaurant. You know, I gotta get back in the restaurant again one day. But uh, yeah, man, so. No, nope. even, even that, I'm just, I'm making that shit too. My so. man do it all, man. He said, if if it's creation, I can do it. He don't yeah. care if it's food, beats, oh. fucking rap, battle rap, song, whatever it is, you know, he create. I love it. That's it. All right, man. So we're going to transition to our final segment of the show. These are just, just kind of our quick hitters, fun, random questions. Uh, and just want to hear your answer on them. So the first one is, outside of yourself, Who's the greatest West Coast rapper of all time and why? Ice Cube. Yes, sir. I love Ice I feel like Ice Cube don't get enough, enough flowers, in my opinion. Explain to the Porsche family. We might have some young fans tuning in, listening in, who don't really know Ice Cube for his music. They might know him for, for all his movies he didn't did, the big three. Explain to the Porsche fans why you believe Ice Cube's the, the greatest West Coast rapper of all time. This nigga Ice Cube fucking ushered in a new era of fucking hip hop music with gangster rap. That nigga wrote all the raps for NWA, basically. Nigga, yeah. and then fucking Dr. Trey and everybody. While he was fucking about to write a fucking legendary hit movie that they made for. Pennies on the dollar. Right. And then continue to fucking blossom into this different type of just icon, you know? Yeah. So, but you know, I, I still can't say him without obviously mentioning Snoop and motherfucking Quick and Corrupt and, you know, everybody that everybody already knows and then bringing it back to niggas that are maybe lesser known like like i said otherwise and no can do and kale mm-hmm. and you know there's plenty of other niggas that shaped me in, in different type of ways when it came to when it came to how you understand like artistry or whether it be words or melodies or how you put together fucking concepts or whatever it is. I I know some of the greatest niggas that I've ever fucking seen ever. ever. So it's like that's just crazy, you know what I mean? So that's what's up, man. Shout out to all the legends out here on the West Coast because there is a long list of them. Um, let me ask you this. Name one artist who you, you'd you love to collab with on a song. Like, there's just one artist out there who you haven't made a project with that you, you would love to collab with. Who would that be? Damn. Shit, I just want to make shit with the homies. <laughs> Simpler <laughs> play. <laughs> if you're the homies, man, we're going to collab together. I love it. 
I love it. Okay. Finish this statement for me. In five years, satire will be blank. Metaverse. Say it again. Metaverse permanently. Metaverse permanently. So, so you leave Earth basically. You, you, you in the virtual world. Holographic. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to see me come to the metaverse, I'm gonna be a fucking. I'm gonna be a 4D projection of myself. I, I'm gonna exist in all places at once. Omnipotent. You're gonna be everywhere. Damn. Hey, y'all heard it here first on the porch, man. He's gonna be in five years, he's gonna be everywhere. everywhere <laughs> at the same time. I'm solving the problem. Yes, sir. All right, man. Last one for you. And this is just a simple this or that. Every time I have someone on who's from like the LA, uh, LA or this the LA area, I gotta ask them this. You yeah. gotta choose one. In and out or fat burger. Fat burger. Mm, tell us why. Tell us why. Because in and out don't got turkey burgers. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Is that simple, huh? So hold on. If in and out had the turkey burgers, what you saying? Like <laughs> they wouldn't be in and out, period. So, they lost. <laughs> yeah. A lot of few people have voted fat burger, and I I actually agree. The main the main thing that always comes up with in and out is that their fries are shitty. Like they fry are just not good. And I feel like when you go to in and out, you gotta do a lot with your order. Like you gotta I want yeah. it fried yeah. hard, extra onion, animal style with the I'm like, damn, fat burger, just get give me a number three and I'm good to go. <laughs> That's facts too. That's facts. You got to know the whole secret menu, my guy. But uh, bro, this has been a pleasure having you on, learning more about your journey. Um, you know, you, you got a fan out of me. You know, what I mean, I'm definitely gonna be supporting you and hope to see you grow. This is your time right here, though, to kind of let all the fans know where they can find you. If there's any new music or projects, anything you want to promote, this is just your time to uh talk about that, my guy. Satire.com, West Coast. That's it. Everywhere. S A H T S A H T. They should make it. They should make a thing that where you use your fingers and then it fucking writes it on the screen. And it writes it on you. I'm yeah. see what we can do. I'm see what we can do. That does that. That'll be fire. Satire. Yeah. There it. it is. Well, my God, man, appreciate you, man. I gotta uh again before I close out. Shout out to my co-host Bolo, man. We need you back. We're going to have to shout bring out, Satire oh, back on 2023 and bring my guy Bolo. And I might have to have you freestyle next time. I didn't want to do it now because I ain't talked to you about it. But next time, I might have to have you freestyle on the porch for the fans. For sure, for sure, for sure. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And every time, man, we close out the show the same way. Hey, y'all, keep shining. Follow us on all platforms. We on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you name it. And always remember, the best you is the best you. And we out. Peace. Started on the porch, that was where it all began Had to put in work, every day we got it in We chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it We make it look easy, we achieving everything we needed Now we undefeated, if we link, no it's only business If we get to speak and leave them speechless I did things for free but now it costs to see me When you see me, you ain't gotta greet me Just don't plot to sneak me, I'ma see it I'ma stop and watch you lose and get defeated 
from the jungle, we humble but hungry and hunt and defeat. People don't want us to leave. They love us and rush to the bus when we run in the streets. Thinking we stun in the sea. We came from nothing to something, now up in the lead. Now we ain't coming in peace. Hunting for blood and to crush everyone in the league. We got a reason. We put in work every day of the week, every month, every season. So many schemes had to go off for of the team. We gave our all and succeeded. Came from the deep end. Warming up pots, cooking ramen at times that was all we was eating. Now we be feasting. Five star restaurants every week. Whole teams ripped the cloth and it's So clean, hand about cash, please don't ask for a meeting. Just hit the stoop out the spaz on the beat. Nah, it ain't rude if you ask for the feet. Just play it cool when I tax you the fee. We need a pool in the back with a cord and a board to go jump off and splash for the heat. Live for the day, cause the past can determine the future or where you gon' actually be. Keep staying present, our presence a blessing. It's all that we have and we actually need. I'm taking action with passion, detaching the ones who keep acting attached to leech. I am no pastor, but actually preaching. Look up these letters and actually read That was where I began. Had to put in work every day we got it in We chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it We make it look easy, we achieving everything we needed Now we undefeated, if we link, no it's only business If we get to speaking, leave them speechless I did things for free but now it costs to see me When you see me, you ain't gotta greet me Just don't plot to sneak me, I'ma see it I'ma stop and watch you lose and get defeated Presented by Bet Online. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks, then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.